Welcome back to another episode of Colony Drop, a Gundam podcast. My name is Brian. And my name is Isaac. This is your favorite Gundam podcast where we talk about everything from Gunpla, which are Gundam models, to Gundam lore, movies, anime series, art, concept ideas, news, and music. Isn't that right, Brian? That is right. And we have another melodious episode for you today, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We'll be talking about intros and outros, but not existing intros and outros right brian no no this is something bigger something far bigger isaac this is i don't know how you thought about this but i thought about it as if the gundam live action film had an anime style opening or ending song who would or should sing it right yeah so the movie's coming up folks we don't have a world of information about it yet but if it's going to be anything like a gundam movie or show there's going to be that awesome opening montage with cool music, right? The opening <laughs> titles. And then there's going to be a cool outro with the credits too. And like, you know, the characters kind of posing or mobile suits and positions and stuff like that. Stars, planets, whatever. So <laughs> we, assuming they're going to be that true to form, who's going to do the music? That's what this episode's about. Who in our minds do we think would do a pretty amazing job at intro and or outro? Before we get going here, a little preface. We mentioned a lot of different artists and example songs in tonight's episode. So if you'd like to listen along with us, in the episode description, I've included a Spotify playlist with all the songs mentioned. Except the Britney Spears songs. I didn't put those in there. So I guess in terms of an intro, Isaac, the closest thing I can think of in American cinema is like the James Bond intros. Yeah, absolutely. The the only thing else that really comes to mind that like I can... You know, I buy my ticket or, you know, I, I purchase it on, on whatever streaming platform and I know there's going to be an intro is like maybe Mission Impossible. And those are almost always the same theme. They just, one's like rock and one's really techno-y and whatever. Yeah. Star Wars has its own intros, but at the same time, that's always the same music. Yeah. And then the opening crawl. Yeah, that's that's really it. It's something you don't really see unless it's a serialized group of movies or shows, which is exactly what Gundam is. And that's why I'm really hoping they include it <laughs> because <laughs> I'll be half disappointed if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's certainly I want the composed intro, James Bondian intro. But I think it's fair to say we'll we'll definitely get a catchy ending theme. I mean, catchy ending themes have been taken off in the last 10 years or so. Every sort of, I don't want to call it comic book movie, but sort of pop culture movie now has a flashy ending theme with, like you said, there's a lot of graphics going into end themes now. They're also really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Another group of movies where there's really pretty awesome intros with pretty unique music marvel movies they've been doing that a lot right yeah, that's true yeah the opening credits we'll get to that later but one of the artists that recently did a movie is actually on my list because i thought that opening song and the visuals were bonkers amazing so <laughs> hopefully if she's selected she can also put something else together amazing but anyways brian would, would you agree with me on this overall theory that nine out of ten times in gundam whether it's a movie or show music is a kick and a hug so first comes the kick, <laughs> which is the intro. It's got like uh-huh. a ton of power, usually pretty fast, almost never slow. It's always like the visuals where like, you know, we see the Gundam like launch and start doing like, you know, mm-hmm. all this action moves and then the titles come and then the kind of one by one character cells show up and yep. background yep. images. 
and then the outro is like a hug because the outro <laughs> a lot of the time is really soft and slower and it, it's kind of like um at the end of the roller coaster you know that that section where you're just coasting back to the little <laughs> starting point you know w- would you agree or disagree with my uh, uh, comparison <laughs> i think that's fair i don't know that it's true in all cases but most of the cases i think you're right yeah and sometimes i'll say the ending can be a little sad as well it doesn't necessarily always comfort you it, it could be a reminder of the sad thing that you just watched like 0080 comes to mind <laughs> on that one yeah oh boy oh god <laughs> i can't believe you reminded me of that show i feel sad now <laughs> But that's the point of the intro, right, is is that kick. You know, and we, we talked about this when we went over our top five openings and endings, about what you need from an opening versus what you need from an ending. And yeah. that intro has to get you going, right? Absolutely, yeah. At the end of the day, we're going to watch a show about giant robots, and this intro is just going to pump you up to watch <laughs> giant robots do what they do best and fight each other. <laughs> so, Isaac, before we go into the intro and outro, quick disclaimer Isaac, and that's, I don't know if this is how you approached it, but I'm just throwing this out there to the listeners. So I'm approaching this from an American perspective. So this doesn't mean that Japanese artists, particularly those who have contributed to Gundam songs in the past, like shouldn't or wouldn't be the ones doing these intros and outros. It's just that I find it sort of unlikely, given that this was going to be a blockbuster American film. But I could be completely wrong. I picked like, I guess, U.S. artists. Is that how you thought about it as well? Absolutely. We have to assume this is an American production, right, under Netflix, an American company. And it's going to be recognizable artists, if they even use them, that we know that are popular in pop and various other genres. Yes, I'm sure there's great current J-pop and other artists in Japan that make great music, contemporary music, not even stuff from the 90s, 80s, and way back when for um, previous Gundam intros, outros. But I'm not entirely familiar with J-pop at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt Brian is. So we're not going to draw from that pool of incredible J-pop talent. We're going to focus mainly in what we would hear singing songs in uh, American English. (laughs) That said, if you, the listener, feels that there is a particular Japanese artist that you think would be a perfect fit for this topic feel free to uh, listen in the comments and maybe we'll talk about it at a later date on maybe one of our uh, mailbag episodes. <laughs> Dump your J-pop playlist on us. <laughs> K- K-pop while you're at it, because they're next door. <laughs> and I guess I should point out, Isaac, that maybe the chance of that happening, one of the legacy Gundam artists doing the intro or outro for this, went up with the film being a Netflix exclusive rather than being released in theaters. I still think it's a fairly low chance, but... You know, if if it's a Netflix original, then it's a, l- a little bit more of like a global thing than just an American thing. But I don't know. I still think it's unlikely. Yeah. The chance, Brian, is greater than zero, but less than 5%. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to mention, Isaac, is I felt like there were a few honorable mentions here that didn't really make my Ooh. list, but I want to point them out anyway, because I think they've contributed a lot on the English side, and I think they deserve the chance to be in this film, although I find it very unlikely that they would be chosen for such an honor as the intro or outro. The first is Richie Kotzen. He came, wow. he was a rock artist who came out with that Gundam album of like Gundam covers in 2006. It was called I Send She Z Cross R. I think that's how you pronounce that. And then the other one is Andrew WK who came out with Gundam Rock in 2009. That was only released <laughs> in Japan, I think. But I mean, he's, you know, primarily a, uh, you know, American artist. So yeah. If listeners, if you haven't checked those albums out and you like rock music, they are great. Go check them out right now.
And my final honorable mention, Isaac, is I think Kenny Loggins should be given an opportunity to, to do something for this film, <laughs> given that he gave us Danger Zone and one of our favorite songs, The Winner, is based pretty much on Danger Zone. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe, yeah, we'll put him on honorable mention list. Maybe if, like, I don't know, the playlist ever gets released, he'll be like a secret track on the playlist or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can contribute to the soundtrack for a track that was not actually in the film. A very 0083 callback. Maybe in a sequel movie that's like kind of 0083-ish, they'll do it or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> From an intro perspective, Isaac, I felt like Gundam intros in general kind of break down into a few different categories. And I think I did a terrible job of making these categories, but I do feel like there's a categorization there. So I feel like there's some intros that are 80s pop and prior. Then there's like late 90s and 2000s post-pop. So I'm thinking like C and double O. And then there's some rock ones that are like space opera rock, like 0083. And then there's a lot of alternative, which is like mid to late 2000s, which is a little bit harder and younger. I'm thinking like Iron-Blooded Orphans. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, right? As as Gundam's gone on through the decades, it's almost not random, but it, there's a wide variety of what you're going to get in your intro. <laughs> yeah, it, it follows the times, right? I mean, you yeah. know, as we've gone on, there's there's been a little bit more of an electronic influence, I think, uh, yeah. lately. So... I think if you ask a Gundam fan what they want in the live-action movie it, uh, from an intro, it, it would depend on what category of those intros they like the best. And it would also depend on what is the tone of this movie, because that would influence who you go get for this intro, right? Right, absolutely. And also, I guess, who they're marketing to. Yeah. There's so many different genres. I wouldn't fault Netflix for saying, okay, what genre of music listener is going to watch this movie? So let's match mm. up the music to them. I agree. Yeah, that's probably exactly what they're going to do. But then again, we're not playing marketing team for Netflix right now. We're doing kind of half our wish list, half what we think would fit. So here we go. <laughs> so how did you approach your, your intro? I kind of went through the artists I was aware of and then what my brain would kind of summon if I wanted a Gundam intro or outro. Did you draw on any particular series to be like, that's what I want? You mean as in like something like James Bond or something like that? More from a Gundam perspective, like from from my oh. intro, I was like, well, I want the winner or Men of Destiny version that goes in a live action film. Like, who is my modern like Mio or Miku that's analogous to for the live action film? No, I didn't so much think of what series would I want kind of their intro Americanized and redone. I thought more if this is going to be a fresh kind of movie, potentially a fresh start. Who on our existing music artist roster in 2022 yeah. could actually step up to the plate and probably give us something pretty great? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean that they would just do a cover of the song. I just meant like, right. I want them to make me feel like Mio did in Double Eighty Three. Oh, okay. I kind of took the opposite approach that this is going to be such a standalone thing. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, not too close to our last live action experience. <laughs> Yikes. Uh <laughs> G calling all you G Savior fans to to flame me in the comments. Uh, <laughs> hoping it's not like that, but at the same time viewing it as something fresh from the ground up. So I, I didn't want so much a callback to a previous um content already made. Okay. So lay it on me, Isaac. Who who you got here? All right. In, in no particular order really, because I've always felt like even the music I like, sometimes it's hard for me to just kind of rank artists and songs. You know, it's yeah. so much of music is how you're feeling at the time or what you kind of want to listen to. Um, not so much what's what's the best, right? Otherwise, someone would just listen to one artist, you know, their best. Sure. But um, for me, what kind of came to the top of my head as an intro is a band from the UK. They've been around for a while. 
they are very good at creating this sort of alternative electronic type rock that can also take in some EDM elements, but I would describe their music as very melodic. It would very much pair well with a sort of intro montage of visuals that we always get. And that band is Muse, and a song mm. I feel like that listeners could listen to and sort of try to imagine um, a Gundam montage to is called Map of the Problematic. So if you get a chance, give it a listen, try to visualize uh, some mobile suits as you close your eyes, and uh, I feel like they could put something together pretty similar to that, or at least in that same vein, and it would go really well with an intro. That's funny. Muse is on my list as well, but I didn't. They were in my leftovers. But yeah, I I went the same route as you there. As a sample, I think I would recommend the live version of Plug-In Baby from their show at the Wembley. That was a really good one. That's a good choice. I think they could totally do it, so. Yeah, definitely. And the wording, I think they could probably pick up too. They're like, oh, war in space? Leave it to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they probably already have a song about giant robots. Probably and you know, conspiracy theories or whatever else they, they sing about. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Brian? What's, what's the first intro? So I, I did it two ways. There was one that was like, who do I want if I had my choice? Okay. And I think I already said this. Listeners, we did an episode a long time ago about casting the Gundam movie. And during that episode, I'm pretty sure I said that I want Adele to do the opening. Wow. Because I loved her Skyfall opening, James Ah, Bond. So I I want that, but for Gundam. So so go make me that, Adele. Wow. It's funny you mentioned that because she's on my list also, but I put her as (laughs) outro. Oh, okay. She's not good enough for the intro, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that. It's just, like I said, my kick hug theory. She can't give a kick, at least most of the time. Mm. So that's why I put her on hug. So she'd be good for like outro. And a song I felt that would really kind of capture that would be um, maybe Set Fire to the Rain. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of a slower emotional song of hers. Give it a listen, listeners, if you can. And um, I felt like something along those lines would be pretty good for an outro. That's fair. I mean, she definitely doesn't do, I'll say, Gundam upbeat intros, right? Yeah. But like when I think of Skyfall, that, that had a very like melancholic, but you can tell this movie will be fueled by action yeah mood to it so again i guess that goes back to the tone like what is this movie we don't really know yet but for example if if it's a straight like saving private ryan war movie then maybe an intro and outro doesn't fit at all and there better not be any (laughs) lyrics in any (laughs) sounds that we hear in that movie but right yeah hopefully it's not that gritty but who knows (laughs) but um i see absolutely see what you're saying about adele for the intro because like can you imagine her voice and you're seeing computer animated colonies in space and a bunch of moose eyes flying by and stuff like that. Yeah. It it fit well with space aesthetics. Right. Yeah. Like if she made her analogous yeah. version of Men of Destiny, like I'd be on board with that. Xeon Fall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xeon Fall. Okay. So next on my list was an artist I'd never heard of. I think she's from a European country. She's pretty young, so I don't think she'd been around forever. But I found her when I was watching or saw the trailer for the second season of The Man in the High Castle, which is this great alternate Mm -hmm. history series on Amazon Prime about the Axis powers winning World War II. And she sang a cover of a song called Pride, and her name is Luxandra, L-X-A-N-D-R-A. So if you can, pull it up on YouTube, Alexandra Pride. There's even a version uploaded that kind of has her Man in the High Castle uh, trailer montage. So it already fits well with a montage. It talks about kind of war and love and peace. So I felt it was a great, powerful intro. And uh, she's got the vocals to kind of make it pretty epic. 
So I've never heard of this person. That was the other thing I found out about myself, Isaac, during this process, is that I'm very uh, detached from current music. So <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, I think we, we need to lean on you heavily this time. So if you have some <laughs> suggestions, we probably don't know a lot of the current artists. So you know, feel free to send us those suggestions. Isn't that crazy how that happened, Brian? Like nowadays, everybody just discovers music through like streaming and apps and stuff, right? But like back in our day, you know, back when we were little little tykes running around high school um you had to like you had to you found music on like the radio you know like they played something new or maybe like your friends told you about something you might like and then that's how you acquire that new song or that new band or artist (laughs) yeah i've read different places that whatever the tiktok user base is like they only know like that small segment of the song they hear on tiktok and like that's it They don't really go beyond that. So I guess people find out from Spotify these days or or whatever their internet radio station is. Yeah. Although you can kind of safely stay in your bubble, though, and not really explore music, right, if you're happy. Yeah, that's true. You'll never run into other music either nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, it's one of those things, I guess, that naturally happens, I guess, as you get to a certain age, but... Anyway, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> We're old. It's too long. Didn't read. But oh, uh, yeah. next on my list, Isaac, there, there's another artist called Sia. She's very Ooh. popular, obviously. Yeah. Chandelier. Yeah. I can see her doing some sort of, you know, war is hell type song. Some songs you may want to check out are Chandelier, uh, Alive, Breathe Me. Breathe Me was the one that made me uh, like Sia. Wait, I guess that's kind of an older song now, but that's a great song. So I, I feel like Sia could do it. She's probably a little more gettable than Adele. But she's pretty big now too, so that that might be out of our out of our range. I'm not I'm not sure what Netflix's range is here. Is that a factor too, Isaac? Of like, would this person sing a Gundam song? No, in my universe, Netflix, um, you know, they can kind of just summon an artist and say, "Look, the economy is not doing great." Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's a dump truck full of cash. Yeah, here, sing a here's song a check. Me. You're gonna be part of a new Netflix movie that's built on this multi-billion dollar Japanese franchise. <laughs> And their agent will probably say, they say yes. <laughs> so that's the end of the discussion. And it happens. Got it. Okay. I was just wondering, you know, like if they're going to approach Adele and she's going to go, what's a Gundam? Is that like a trans, <laughs> you know, would would she utter the words like, is that a transformer? She probably would. I'm sure at like the, you know, the award show and stuff or the Emmys, like when she's on the red carpet, she'll be interviewed and then she'll be like, you know, I wasn't really sure what a Gundam former was. But, um, you know, my kids like machines and toys and robots. So, <laughs> so I sang it. Yeah. She says, you know, I, I was really hoping to do like a Harry Potter reboot song or something. But instead, I'll go with the Mecha Gundams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's next, Isaac? All right. So next on my list is kind of an outlier. This was put on my list because I assumed they might go for something completely contemporary completely aggressive in a way and Mm. i put excision on my list and as you may or may not know excision is a popular edm artist and dj so i feel like with the vast popularity edm has because there's just so many raves and you know things like that going on and how much that genre of music's exploded there's a, a world where we could have a very kind of dubstep and hard style electronic EDM music type intro. Not necessarily he doesn't sing, but he often pairs up with singers. So it's within the realm of possibility. So if it happens, I thought it, he would be a good choice. 
I've heard the name. I can't yeah. say that I've listened to his music, but I do agree with you that an EDM version of this is definitely high on the possibility list, I think, just from your going back to your demographic. Right. You know, Absolutely. Comment, like, who is going to watch this film? Yeah, that's that's solely why he was on my list. Uh, it could be a pretty cool intro. At the same time, it might be jarring to a lot of fans or whatever but mm. ultimately the intro is less important than the actual content that we're going to watch but that said brian what's next on your list <laughs> <laughs> my next two on my list are sort of similar so the first one is amy lee from evanescence wow i think she has the vocal <laughs> range <laughs> to do something i just don't know if she's I don't know. Do people still like Evanescence, or is she? <laughs> no. Is that? Is that? No. I don't know. She just released a new song, so I feel like she's still oh, somewhat Brian. relevant. <laughs> so Brian's next choice is Blink One Eighty Two. No, the Blink One Eighty Two will not be on this list. But we got an AI to do um, Kurt Cobain. He's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna do Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest, look, you know, Evanescence, they weren't like one of my favorite bands or anything, but yeah, she does have like a good voice. Right. That, and I, and again, I was trying to do like, who is my Mio or who is my MeQ? Yeah. And so I went through Adele, Sia, cause I did try to look up some other, like who are the biggest female rock artists right now? Like I listened to some of their songs, you know, not a whole lot, but they didn't really strike me as like what I was thinking of. So I had to reach back a little bit for this one. So I understand this one's not, maybe she's not as relevant as she used to be. But I still think she could do a good job. I feel like Bring Me to Life. Mm-hmm. We've seen the anime music videos to that. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very powerful, great song. Dare I say they've never matched it. Um, <laughs> but something along those lines with her vocals, absolutely, that'd be a great kick to start the uh, the movie. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned anime music videos. So I don't, are those still popular? Do people still make AMVs? No, I, I don't think those have been done since like the early 2000s, back okay. when we were... Uh, hovering around a few expos (laughs) well listeners look if you haven't heard of these things anime music videos used to be really popular in in like the early 2000s and it was basically you know kids taking the music they liked and putting it to clips of anime they liked and that was that's kind of all you really needed to make an anime music video so as a result most of them were terrible right (laughs) but now and then there were some great ones and i'll say the best one i think i've ever seen is actually a gundam one isaac and i don't know if you've ever seen this yes but and there's a band called Nightwish. Oh, they're a you know European metal band. Intense. The version of Nightwish that was used for this AMV is no longer around. The the singer is has since moved on, and they have a new singer. And the new singer is good, but you know, not quite the same as the old one. Not necessarily better or worse, but anyway, different. But uh, the song is called Tenth Man Down, and it's oh. set to the Eighth MS Team series. And I so wish that it could be remastered into HD. Because it is the it is the best AMV I've ever seen. It still holds up today. So it's you know obviously <laughs> free on YouTube. So just type in Tenth Man Down Eighth MS Team. This is the best one ever. Brian, you gotta rip that from YouTube and then like <laughs> upload it into whatever AI is available on like a browser, and then just you know <laughs> make the AI just reformat it and then make a an HD version or something. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's so good. It would be so much work to do it manually. You'd have to do it with AI because I don't, you know, I don't know who made it. I'm sure the guy's not around anymore. So you don't have his his timing files or whatever. It'd be so difficult to, to recreate what what he did, you know, for for no pay, right? I mean, no one, you know, hardly anyone's gonna watch the new one. So why would you do it? But right when I heard you say Nightwish, I thought you were gonna say the end of all hope. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is oh mm-hmm. another good one that is like if you someone that makes like anime music videos or did back in the day that was like a mandatory choice <laughs> <laughs> like you had to at least made one music video with nightwish the end of all hope <laughs> Yeah, I miss Nightwish. Nightwish was a great band. I mean, they're still around, obviously, just not with yeah. the original singer, Tarja. So. I like it, though, Brian. And continuing with your theme of a blast from the past, <laughs> next on my list is a band, a duo, that did the incredible Tron Legacy soundtrack. And I thought if oh. they could pump out a great intro or even outro, it'd be amazing. They could definitely stick the landing. And I'm talking about the one and only Daft Punk from Europe who make incredible electronic music. That's a great choice, but didn't they just retire or break up? They might have, but you know what? (laughs) (laughs) They might come out of retirement. (laughs) Maybe they're huge Gundam fans. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, well, we like robot helmets, so we like robots. (laughs) Oh, could you imagine? That'd be perfect. They could wear Gundam helmets. Oh, yeah, that'd be great, yeah. Man, I didn't even think of that. One of them would be a Monowai, and one would be like more of a Gundam head, you know? There you go. That'd be cool. Again, Netflix. We've got some ideas. Like we've said multiple times, we're sunset, okay? We're like the west branch of sunrise. (laughs) All our division does is pump out ideas for sunrise, and they're free. Just take them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to find someone out there who doesn't like Daft Punk, so I feel like that would satisfy a lot of fans. Yeah, and say what you will about that Tron movie, because I know it has some detractors, but the music was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Isaac, next on my list is one that I don't really, like, have a big attachment to. I just thought this person was relevant again or becoming relevant again, and she fits that, like, female rock pop mold. Right. And that is Haley Williams from Paramore. Wow. Because she just put out <laughs> she just put out a solo album, which is a bit more serious. Again, somehow I feel like this intro, if it does exist, is going to be female and pop with maybe some rock. Yeah. So I feel like Haley Williams, she's a recognizable name that I think would hit the demographic for this movie. If you're thinking of like who is the the Gundam Wing audience, you know, ages 18 to 35, that's people who know what Gundam is, you know, growing up from watching on Toonami. So I feel like Haley Williams is relevant to that demographic, and I mean, I'm sure she can make a good song. I can't say I would necessarily want that one, but you know, I don't mind Paramore. Stand by it, Brian, and I'll back you up, even though it's a blast from the past, and it, I don't know, it's kind of reflecting that your music <laughs> your music tastes are kind of locked in from the early 2000s. <laughs> but, no, no, I, I have other, I have some, maybe, no, that's probably true. <laughs> it's okay. It was okay. It's a good time. Uh, well, not well, not the start of it, but, you know, later on. <laughs> but, like, I'm not even that big of a fan of Paramore. I mean, it's okay, yeah. it, but I just, again, I think it's, I think she's likely. Yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to any of their songs in a long time, but they had like power, you know. They were the thing once in a, for for a while there. Yeah. So, and there's that new song recently that was basically the old Paramore song, but with new lyrics. Oh, they just resurfaced it and like said, uh, well, kind of. It just had like the same beat. Oh, okay. Well, in their defense, why prove the wheel, right? Yeah. So, okay, I like that. I mean, she could cut the bread once, right? So she can do it again this time. Yeah. We'll Gundam fight it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have any more on your intro list, Isaac? Yeah, I do. Quite a few. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. All right. That was it for my intro list. So just, you know, hit me with all of them then. Okay. My next one is an artist who was really undiscovered from what I can tell until she got her big break with the most recent Marvel movie. Well, sorry. This came out a few months ago. Last year, actually. I think in the middle Mm -hmm. of last year. And I'm talking about 
the amazing cover of Teen Spirit you heard in the opening of Black Widow. And this um. was sung by Malia J. And if you haven't seen the movie, or if you saw it and you didn't really like it, just listen to that intro song again. Listen to that cover. It was amazing, and it fits so well with the montage you see at the beginning. So I feel like mm. she could do a really good intro also that's maybe a bit more slower than we're used to in Gundam, but be really good with um, the visuals that kind of you know, show the, the outset of the war and Xeon moving and stuff like that. I like that a lot. I agree. That was a good cover. Is she pretty young? I assume she's pretty young. Yeah, she is. I do think that someone younger would be more likely to be chosen than someone older. Okay. Yeah, definitely. My next one is an artist that I discovered for the outro of this movie, but I believe she should do the intro if she's chosen and she'd be great at it. Uh, Not just she, I should say they. And I'm talking about Florence and the Machine. Uh. And the song I'm talking about is the end song that you hear in Snow White and the Huntsman. It is this incredible, epic, powerful song called Breath of Life. And it's pretty much a song from the viewpoint of the evil queen. And it's been described as, you know, if Sauron was in charge of producing a song, this is kind of (laughs) what he would produce. (laughs) Wow. So give it a listen if you can, listeners, and Brian also. Breath of Life by Florence and the Machine. Be a really strong kick that have like this epic sort of, you know, warscape and battle type uh, music to really kick things off. So personally, I love that selection. Out of all the ones that we've mentioned so far, I'm actually a, a, like a pretty decent fan of Florence and the Machine. Oh, nice. So I would love it if, uh, if if they did the the intro. I mean, talk about strong vocals. Yeah, right? Hearing her sing and you watch like colonies being nuked and, you know, a bunch of yeah. Musai fleets moving and Luna, all that. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Plus, you just got a machine in the title of the band. <laughs> yeah. That's, you're halfway there already. Florence in the mobile suit. Um. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my next one is a really pop icon. It's Britney. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me Gundam one more time. Uh, <laughs> this artist, I feel like he's done a lot of work that's it's not necessarily so much rap as it is, you know, pop and electronic and stuff like that all kind of fused into one. And I'm talking about The Weeknd. And I feel mm-hmm. like a good kind of melodic kick to kick us off would be him singing Blinding Light or something along those lines. Not Well, not singing that song, but something in that, that spirit. And I think it'd be a, a really good match. Got it. Yeah. He did the Super Bowl, what, two years ago, last year? Yeah, something like that. Anyone who does the Super Bowl would be a, a great get by Netflix. Okay. And my final selection or entry. Actually, no, sorry. He's an outro. Okay. We're done with the intros. <laughs> Let's switch to the outros, Brian. Kick us off. All right, so on the outros, I have a very short list, but I think my selections for the outros are probably my best ones. So if I could just summon anything, this is, ne- this is never going to happen. can't happen. But if I wanted anything, I would want a version of Beyond the Time, which is the Charge Counterattack ending theme, done by David Gilmour, who's the lead singer for Pink Floyd. Wow. <laughs> that might be our most artistic creative choice. <laughs> <laughs> It's Pink Floyd, right? Come on. You can't go wrong with Pink Floyd. <laughs> do they have to do acid as they watch it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it kind of goes along. You know, there was all that those uh, different colored lights in the, as Axis was being pushed away. Yeah. But I recognize that I probably can't have David Gilmore. 
if I was able to get Beyond the Time done by someone, then I would probably want it done by uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, whose name is Steven Wilson. He also, he used to front the band Porcupine Tree, who recently reunited. So, but yeah, listeners, go check out Porcupine Tree. They are a you know progressive metal band, so. Nice. You know, that'd be my ultimate, like, fantasy of, of getting an American version of Beyond the Time done by some, like, big rock band kind of thing. I think the outro, Isaac, is where we're more likely to see a new spin on something old. Yeah, I don't know what they could do. They could even, like, bring back, like, an old war song or something, right? And just do a cover or something. Who knows? Yeah. Next up on my list for outros, actually, she did the most recent James Bond intro. And I'm talking Mm. about Billie Eilish, who did No Time to Die in the James Bond film, No Time to Die. I feel like the way she sings it would be better as an outro just based on that song. I know she's got a lot of other fast songs and they're very poppy, but I heard that song and I thought, man, with some good credit imagery, this would be amazing. It's something in this style for the outro in the Gundam's movie. Billie Eilish is, that's like your, your biggest get, right? If you're Netflix in terms of right. popular people right now. Yeah, absolutely. I actually haven't heard that song. I would say that her music tends to be slower is that fair not always but this time what she did was very it was very adele skyfall oh really okay that type of you know slow melody and uh kind of dreamlike trance-like in a way okay yeah i would totally be down for that and i if netflix has the opportunity to get her they're gonna get her oh yeah i don't know if she's on the table but if she is she'd probably take priority over everyone else out of almost everybody i've said so far i can see her being a gundam fan or at least an overall anime casual fan you know yeah and i think that could play into it right if you know again i don't know that adele knows what a gundam is but i agree that billy eilish seems like the person that have a much better chance of knowing what a gundam is than, than adele does she's seen at least one episode of some type of anime you know <laughs> something we, we yeah, can tell yeah. you know she she i don't know she's hanging out with her friends and they're smoking <laughs> eating popcorn and then you know they're like oh let's watch some anime <laughs> <laughs> hit me with the next outro selection brian so next on my list is a newer rock band Isaac that has been hailed as the second coming of Led Zeppelin. Wow. Their name is Greta Van Fleet. Have you heard of them? <laughs> and I haven't had the pleasure yet of listening to their music, but continue. <laughs> I love the name. The lead singer of Greta Van Fleet, I think his name is Josh Kiska. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. He sounds very similar to the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, uh, Robert Plant. And I think Robert Plant even said they are led zeppelin one referring to the the album and it's pretty crazy how similar they sound in you know some songs more than others and they got a lot of play uh when their first album came out and then they went away for a while i don't i haven't heard them quite so much i think in like a year or two i think their first album came out in like 2018 um but they just put out a new one the new single off the new record is a bit more serious and i think um i think i read a quote that he what did he say? I'm just going to look it up. He said, uh, we realized that while growing up, we had been shielded by a lot of things. We were unaware of a lot of things. I, I feel like Gunn's message is something that they would be drawn to. Yeah, their song would very much be like Amaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you just, you know, there's a lot of gray in Gundam, right? Yeah, unless you're Xeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, unless you're doing the gassing, but uh, the world can be a bad place. And so, I don't know, I, I think they'd knock it out of the park. I'm with it. It definitely sounds like they'd be able to do very impactful music. Yeah, and, and I guess if you want to go check out some of their songs, their newest song is called My Way Soon. Uh, some of the bigger ones off the original album were, I think the, the main one was Highway Tune. Okay. Oh, Safari Song was another good one. Safari Song. Pretty cool. I even like their name. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool name. 
just yeah go listen to like one song and be like oh yeah that does sound like yeah, led zeppelin this would work <laughs> now if you don't obviously if you don't like led zeppelin then oh yeah you're probably not gonna like red no, it's uh, salt on the wound <laughs> <laughs> well i already said adele as an outro so i won't go with that but if you're not familiar with set fire to the rain give it a listen probably a good outro my final selection for an outro is a rapper. I don't listen to a ton of rap, but when I do, I like to think I pick good rappers. <laughs> now, you're not going to say Tupac, right? No, no. <laughs> and this guy has done a movie already. He had one of his best performing songs already appear in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So having mm. music and animation is not new to him at all. And I'm talking about Post Malone. He, it was called Sunflower, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a chill song. You know, I think it's playing when uh, Miles Morales is kind of walking to school. So mm-hmm. very much a good thing to kind of play as we're uh, walking away from the story through the credits. <laughs> so I think it'd be a, a, a good choice if they decide to go the rap route, which I think has maybe a very low possibility. Oh, I don't know. I think it might have a, a pretty high possibility, actually, given the demographic. Maybe, but I, we we just don't hear a lot of rap and a lot of movie outros unless it's like you know a crime drama or something like that, you yeah, know, like Fast true. and Furious or something like that. So it's it's a right demographic, but it's rarely present. I feel that's really funny that you bring up Sunflower because uh, I just learned the name of that song today, actually. Wow! Because it relates to my next pick for an Ooh. outro. So my next pick for an outro is is not, not at all Post Malone, but. It's a chill outro in the same sense, and that is Michael Bublé, uh, because he, <laughs> hear me out here, he did, I don't think many people know this song, but in for Spider-Man 2, back in 2000, whatever, 3, 4, uh, he did a version of the original Spider-Man song. So, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. It wasn't attached to the movie, but I think it was on some version of the soundtrack. But I worked at a movie theater at the time, and it was on the CD that was part of Movie Tunes, which was the songs that would play before the movie starts. So like if you're waiting in the theater, before it was all fancy on the screen, people would just play music. And those those compilations were called Movie Tunes. And it was on that CD. So we, we got it. And so I brought that up to a friend today. And he said, oh, you know what? You shouldn't be playing that one. You should be playing Sunflower. So I don't know. I still like the Michael Buble version more than Sunflower, but they're, they're both good songs. We both seem to think that a chill outro might be a possibility. Yeah, I, very fitting and keeping in with what we've seen in Gundam. But you know what? If he can pull it off, <laughs> and he's, <laughs> he, if we're taking bets, he must be like the biggest payoff, right? <laughs> if he wins. <Yeah. laughs> Anything's possible in this world. But yeah, I, I doubt we'll see him on the charts. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he has a 0.00, you know, 1% chance. But the question was, what would I want in an outro? And I'm, I'm going to throw him out there just because okay. I want to hear him do a Gundam song. If he does the outro to the Gundam movie, then we know the asteroid's headed towards Earth. <laughs> oh, um, so you had no more outros, right? Nope, that wraps it up for me. And uh, dare I say, man, <laughs> when you think about it, there's really a lot of options to pick for musical artists. <laughs> so I had I had two more quick ones. Uh, one was the Flaming Lips, just because of their song Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Um, the other one, though, that I think would just completely kill it is Coheed and Cambria. But I don't know if Coheed and Cambria is relevant enough for Netflix to pick them. They seem like the people that would know who Gundam is. 
you know, they've written comic books. So they're, they're definitely like in that sort of fandom where they would encounter Gundam. And if the opportunity came up, I feel like they would, they would totally knock it out of the park. So if you're looking for a Coheed song to check out, I would recommend Welcome Home. Okay. But again, if you don't like rock music, probably not going to like my outro suggestions. That's where my heart lies. Uh, obviously you can probably tell I did my best <laughs> in like the pop version for the intro, but I probably failed. So sorry, listeners. No, Brian, come on. I think they were all great selections, really cool curveballs. I mean, I really had no idea what would show up going into this podcast. I'm also curious what the listeners have to say. So don't forget, listeners, to comment below your own selection for intro and outro artists. Absolutely. As you heard, I'm completely detached from uh, whatever's <laughs> coming out these days. So listeners, I need your help. Send me suggestions for what I should have put on my my list of pop music for the intro. Brian's living in 2006. You guys got to <laughs> send him your playlist from uh, at least 2015 and after. <laughs> so yeah, listeners, give us your picks. We'll, uh, we'll bring them up in the next mailbag episode. I think that'd be a great topic, particularly because I would just like to hear... Isaac, the listeners' opinions, what kind of music are Gundam fans into? I really don't yeah. know. Is there anything we said, like any of our choices? Or did you were you like, yes, completely yes? And were some of them, did you hear them? And you were like, you people are insane. How dare you even <laughs> think that artist should be heard by anyone in public? <laughs> yeah, music's a funny thing, right? You know, there's no pleasing everyone. So No, there isn't. But that's music. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Isaac, take us away. All right, listeners, before you go to sleep tonight, stand next to your bed. Get on your knees. Put your hands together. Put in your earphones and listen to music. Good night, everybody.